Hey guys, I'm Court. And I'm Kate. And you're listening to Season 2, Episode 7 of The The Castle Castle Chat. Chat. Hello friends, welcome back. Today we are doing Season 2, Episode 7, which is, and the award goes to dot 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 and this week we are doing disney attractions and that means like disney rides specifically yes when disney says attractions they mean a number of different experiences that you can do in the park basically things that you wait in line for but we are specifically doing ride rides things that you get in a ride vehicle and it moves you forward and you have some type of experience other than sitting in a theater or watching something on on a screen yeah so that's what we're doing so we are back with the castle chat awards we are going to have a not we're going to have nominees for multiple categories and select our our winners for these categories and give out our special awards for these attractions so let's jump on in Happy New Year! Happy New Year! 2022. 2021 was a blur. Honestly, I blinked and it's over. That might have been the fastest year of my life. I feel like because we had such a big pause on 2020, as soon as 2021 hit and there was the slightest ounce of normalcy, life just happened so fast. So fast. So, so fast. And we're here in 2022. Yes. We're so glad to be here with you guys in a new year. It means new opportunities, new um, possible Disney trips. Oh, yeah. So we are ready to get this season starting to get towards the end, starting to wrap up so that we can get into more fun topics with you guys. Oh, absolutely. And what better way to kick off the new year than with an award show? Yeah, we definitely have a jam-packed award show, ceremony, whatever you want to consider it, (laughs) set up for you guys. Um, Why not jump into a new year with one of the most fun things about Disney and why a lot of people go? The attractions. Oh, yes. We love Disney attractions. We both have our own personal favorites, but today we'll be breaking down multiple categories. I'm going to let you guys know what those categories are going to be and explain to you how we selected nominees and how those nominees were ranked and scored so that we could pick winners. So basically, we have our categories, which are best thrill ride, best simulator, best dark ride best family ride best themed ride best overall ride and worst overall ride and for each of these categories we did pick six nominees except for the last two we had like four nominees and then how we ranked them if the item was our personal favorite we gave it a six if it was our least favorite we gave it a one and so caitlin and i went through and ranked all these and scored them all based off of that point system and then we combined our scores to figure out who was the overall winner so if something got a scored a four on my end but a six on caitlin's it would get a total of 10 points 
Yep, so we basically did our point system. The more you like it, the more points you give it. Yeah. So we have a long um, list to get through here, so let's jump in with our first category. Oh yeah, let's do it. Okay, so for our first award, we have Best Thrill Ride. And the nominees are Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, Everest, Space Mountain, Test Track, and Slinky Dog Dash. And the winner is... Well, we actually had a three-way tie for this one, and we had to do a tiebreaker. So our actual winner is... Mount Everest. Oh, yes. So... I thought it was pretty crazy that we ended up having a three-way tie. Our three-way tie was for 10 points between Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, and Mount Everest. Oh, yeah. So those are definitely all big thrills. When we say thrill ride, they're the ones that make you scream. They're the ones that make you a little bit nervous before Uh you get on. Obviously, Disney is known to be a little bit more Mm family-friendly, so their extent of thrill is... Not as much as some other theme parks. It makes it so it's more enjoyable for a larger amount of people. Exactly. Um, But their biggest thrills are definitely these three, Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, and Everest. Mm -hmm. But why would you say Everest is more thrilling than the other two? See, picking the winner out of these three was hard for me because I think that Tower of Terror is the scariest because it drop ride. But Everest kind of immerses you in the way that it's themed, as well as it's the only backwards moving coaster that Disney World currently has, which is very impressive. Um, and most of the, you have some portions that are in the dark, you have outdoor pieces. It's just overall there's a lot to it it's not like tower of terror is scary because it's a drop ride but you're inside it's kind of one thing whereas everest is like multiple things inside of one ride yeah i agree i think everest has a big shock factor especially if you're not doing any spoilers for going on this ride for all three rides if you didn't do any spoilers for any of them you experience them without any preconceived notion of what's going to happen everest i think has the biggest shock factor So it starts off kind of slow and then it does have that backwards portion, which I personally, for me, it's extremely intense. That's the part that makes my heart race when I'm about to get on is there's a huge drop. It's, I think, maybe the biggest drop in all of Walt Disney World. Um, I don't know. I have to look that up. Fact check. Yeah. Fact check. Is Everest drop the biggest? Um, But it's a pretty steep and intense drop. It Mm -hmm. has a very quick whip back up um, Mm -hmm. after you drop which a lot of the other rides don't have and I think you know it starts off slow it has that shock factor of going backwards and then that last portion of the ride is very intense yeah for sure so and for rock and roller coaster I agree with what you said tower of terrors one note where it's up and down up and down up and down yeah Um, it is that's actually the only ride um, that makes me scream it's that (laughs) That feeling of free falling that gets me for some reason. Um, I legitimately like yeah, 
yell out and have like shrieks come out of my mouth when I'm riding that <laughs> it's ride. It's like, oh no, I have left the seat. Mm-hmm. My butt is in the air. My stomach is in my throat. Yeah, exactly. Rock and roller coaster is definitely intense. Um, it is the only attraction in Walt Disney World that has an upside down component. Oh, and oh yeah, so, you're right. Um, that gives it a different level of thrill and it also has that zero to 60 launch oh yeah which happens you better put your neck back against that seat otherwise you're about to get whiplash Mm -hmm. so it's definitely intense and a little bit more versatile than tower of terror in terms of what you experience Mm -hmm. um but i think in terms of if you didn't watch anything prior to so with rock and roller coaster when you're waiting in the queue you see that launch so you know that that's about to happen mm-hmm. before you get on the ride yeah with everest if you hadn't seen anything you yeah, don't, no you idea don't know you what's happening backwards. yeah you don't know what happens at all you can't see any of the ride except for that drop um so i think for that reason i i gave it the win in this category love it all right, for, so for our next award, we've got the Best Simulator Award. So a simulator is basically a ride where you feel like you're doing a lot of movement, like you might be traveling in a car or down a road or upside down or even flying in the air, but really, you're barely, you're barely moving at all. Like the ride vehicle itself is either tilting forward a little bit, back a little bit, maybe spinning to the right or spinning to the left, but because you are kind of surrounded by screens, it feels like you're going really fast or spinning around really fast. It just, it feels totally different, which I think is a very interesting concept. Yeah, for sure. I personally have a harder time with these rides. There's some people who don't handle the simulator rides as well as regular attractions. Something about the screens, specifically when you have to wear glasses Mm -hmm. for me, Uh, my eyes just don't adjust very well to some of these simulator rides. However, for people that this isn't an issue, it increases the thrill, I think, to um, think that you're doing these crazy things when in reality it's a a mind game almost that um, these engineers, Imagineers have come up with to make you feel like you're flying, make you feel like you're diving off a cliff and you're almost sitting in place. So what are the nominees for this category? Our nominees for best simulator are Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, Flight of Passage, Smuggler's Run, Soarin', Guardians of the Galaxy and Star Tours. And the winner is Flight of Passage. This is a hands down winner. I think it blows all the other ones out of the water. We put Guardians of the Galaxy on the list just because we know it's coming and we have high hopes and expectations, Mm -hmm. but because we haven't experienced it, it didn't get high numbers. But I think it's important to note that this is going to have some of a simulator effect to Mm -hmm. it. Even though it is going to be a roller coaster. Yeah. Um, So I think that that's one that people who don't mind these rides as much can anticipate being a a fun ride to to try out in the future. It's definitely going to be fun. But Flight of Passage is incredible. If you have not been on this ride this ride is located in animal kingdom in pandora which is basically the world of avatar 
the movie um, with the big blue people is the way that I like to describe it. Um, but basically, in this ride, you are riding on the back of a banshee and you are the avatar yourself. You've been linked to an avatar and you're getting to experience the world of Pandora through the eyes and through the lens of an avatar, which is absolutely incredible. When you're on this ride vehicle, you can actually feel the banshee almost breathing the way that the seat expands and, ex and extracts on, uh, while you're sitting on it. Literally feels like a breathing animal. Um, you're holding on tight to these these grips and there's this big huge screen in front of you and there are all these people that are on the simulator with you and it truly does feel like you are just flying through the air yeah the way that they set this ride up the engineering and imagineering is top notch there are people who leave this ride crying because oh, they yeah. feel like they just actually experience flying <laughs> and the way that they they incorporate wind in your face splashes of water all the little things that you're seeing on the screen to give you that like 4d experience not just 3d uh, i think takes it to the next level again for me it depends where i get put on this ride on how much i enjoy it for whatever reason my eyes have a hard time adjusting in certain spots in the theater mm. and so i think when i'm smack dab in the middle i do a lot better than when i'm kind of on the side of the screen yeah um but the few times that i've been on it where i do get that ideal spot for me i have so much fun oh my gosh it is such a blast when i went with my boyfriend back in october um we went on it once and it was his first time on it and he was like i have got to get my dad on this because his dad is like very fascinated with um the avatar movie and basically explained that like the world of pandora almost feels like what heaven's gonna look like one day and he was like i gotta get my dad on this we got his dad on it and it was this it was just such an emotional experience it was so so good he was like wow it was amazing and so i definitely recommend if you're in walt disney world to ride flight of passage it often has a very long wait but it is absolutely worth the wait, in my opinion. You can pay to skip the line now. Oh, you can. <laughs> oh my gosh, lightning lanes. You should pay to ride it or stand in line, whatever. Just do it. Just either do it. rope drop it, get there first thing in the morning and go straight there. Like the other herd of thousands of people, mm -hmm. it ends up being less than 30 minutes, even though it seems like there's a lot of people. Um, or if you really, if you've never experienced it and it doesn't look like you're gonna have time to do it, I think it's worth the cost of the Lightning Lane price. To yeah, or waiting able. until it's almost park closed. Sometimes the yeah. line can go down pretty significantly during that time. So yeah. definitely check that one out. Do you have any comments about any of the other simulator rides? So I have not been on Remy's Ride to Adventure yet. Um, I know you have, but you're not a big simulator fan. So I know you weren't a big, super big fan of that ride. Um, Smuggler's Run for me was, uh, when I was on um, the Millennium Falcon, it was, it, that one was hard for me because I do experience some motion sickness and the, this simulator experience is all based off of how well the pilot drives the actual <laughs> yeah. ship. And uh, my friend, if you're listening, Ashley, um, you were a horrible pilot and <laughs> we crashed that ship left and right. So it was a very bumpy experience for yes. me. It was hard, but it was. It felt like I was flying in the Millennium Falcon, which I thought was incredible. I think that's the coolest aspect of it. I've been on it when I've been the pilot, and when you're the pilot, I think 
because you know what's happening next. You know if you tipped it a little too far forward or a little too far to yeah. the left, you expect that bump. Uh, last time I read it, I was in the back and I was a gunner um, and I had to close my eyes. So like yeah. you said, depending on who your pilot is, it definitely alters your experience. But I think that the creativity and engineering that went into that ride to get it to be something where you feel like you are flying a spaceship. Oh, that's so cool. It's so cool. Experience it as a pilot at least once um, if you don't have too much of an issue with it. My only comment about Remy's is that it is a simulator ride and Flight of Passage and uh, Millennium Falcon, there is a lot of movement with their combined screens with Remy's it basically drives you up to a screen and you sit there and you you see you know the Mm -hmm. simulation and there's very little movement and then you leave the room and you go up to another screen so that was my my complaint with that one was it was too much screen for me if it was more of a actual I was expecting it to be more of a ride Mm, Um, okay and so that was my only complaint with that Um, And I did have to close my eyes on parts where it was moving a little bit too fast for my eyes to keep up with. The reason why Soren is high on my list, you don't have to wear glasses. I love Soren. It's never hard to ride. No. And it's a very enjoyable experience for me every time I ride it. I like the soundtrack. I think it's very relaxing. The smells, all of it. So that one is personally, for me, really high on my list because it is simulator without the added issue of motion sickness to an extreme extent or having visual incapability to keep up with what's on the screen it is a very gentle simulator um and so you're experiencing beautiful views with with different smells and it just is a a very relaxing experience for me all right moving on best dark ride what's a dark ride a dark ride is typically an indoor well not typically it is an indoor ride that has very dark low lit components Mm mm-hmm Yep, so something that you're going to get on that is indoors, and when you come outside, your eyes will be like, whoa, it's still bright out here. Yes, <laughs> definitely an eye-altering experience. <laughs> um, so for the Best Dark Ride Award, we have the nominees as Pirates of the Caribbean, Peter Pan's Flight, The Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Journey into Imagination with Figment, Haunted Mansion, in the Navi River Journey. And the winner is Haunted Mansion. This is a really tough category for me. I had a really, I probably, when I was ranking my picks, mm-hmm. I probably changed my ranking <laughs> three times because all of these rides are very near and dear to my heart for the enjoyment of the ride themselves, but also partial nostalgia. Mm. I think that these rides hold a lot of um, value in people's hearts and minds because they are easier rides. They aren't thrill rides that smaller children can't ride on. So a lot of these specific dark rides are things that if you've been going to Disney for a long time, you start, you've been on this ride since you were itty bitty. So for me, I've been riding these rides since I was legitimately two years old. I've had plenty of runs on them and they hold a special place in my heart. So choosing which one was my absolute favorite was difficult, but I think there is some specific reasons why Haunted Mansion wins this category. Do you have anything specific that made it your number one? So with this category, I wouldn't say that Haunted Mansion is my favorite ride out of all these, but... 
I do think that it does the dark ride category the best. I agree. I think it does win the award well um, because it's a very spooky and dark ride in general. It is if the haunted mansion was light in any way, lighting wise, I think it would not do its job of what the purpose of the ride actually is. You're supposed to be traveling through this mansion that is abandoned and haunted and dark and creepy. And so every element of this ride resembles that. Yeah, there's so many illusions that are able to be effective because it's so dark in there. Yes, they do emphasize a lot of illusions in this ride. Yeah, I think with Haunted Mansion, the animatronics, those illusions we were just talking about, um, the different type of experience you have as you ride through it. Um, you know, it's pretty one note in terms of what you're doing in your ride vehicle. Yeah, it's an omnimover. An omnimover. So mm-hmm. it's like a, if you were to imagine a, um, what are those little things that you walk on at the airport that's like a little escalator, but not an escalator, but it makes you walk fast? Those are omnimovers. Yeah, it's a one loop. It continuously moves. It's like a, you know, a train going around in a circle. It never stops. Yeah. Um, so it's a very, you know, in terms of your experience on the ride, it's smooth, it's slow. It's not going to make you feel woozy or crazy in any type of way you do um go backwards and go down a hill at one point which gives you a little a little bit of change in terms of what you experience while you're riding it but i think between the effects the animatronics the lighting and the song Mm. that you get to hear once you get to the end of the ride makes this a incredibly Mm well-rounded dark ride absolutely Now, do you think that, you know, in second place, we did have Pirates, which is also an amazing dark ride telling the story of what it means to be a pirate Mm -hmm. and live the pirate life. Um, There's lots of animatronics and scene changes as you move through this boat ride, which I think is also noteworthy for a really good dark ride. Mm -hmm. It is just hard to top the features of the Haunted Mansion when it comes to this category. Absolutely. I think one thing I wanted to give credit to for some of the other rides i love the perspective of peter pan that you fly above there's no other ride that you experience that same thing with so i think that that's unique to peter pan Mm -hmm. i love that the mini adventures of winnie the pooh has different types of movements that you experience Mm, between the bouncing of tigger or the floating in the water um the ride vehicles do some different things that make it interesting it isn't that omni mover one motion slow type of ride so you do get a little bit of change um in their uh figment i don't really have much to say about figment we so both ranked that as the lowest i'm gonna skip that one in this episode of we don't like figment um unpopular opinion repeat (laughs) yeah Um, and for navi river journey the animatronic of the shaman of song unmatched so that is hands down one of the most impressive animatronics i've ever laid eyes on that that ride there's not much to the navi river journey except for the ending it's beautiful but that the animatronic at the end is is worth the ride yeah so those are the highlights for the other ones but i felt like um those individual highlights were the only thing that they had and haunted mansion had a couple of 
them to to note. So that's why it won for us. Yeah, absolutely. All right, on to best family ride. A family ride, in our opinion, is a ride that no matter the age or um, skill level or fear level, basically anybody can ride this. It's got um, the babies and the grandmas. The babies and the grandmas. (laughs) Yep, that's a great way to describe it. So for a best family ride, the nominees are Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Toy Story Mania, Goofy's Barnstormer, Kilimanjaro Safari, and Frozen Ever After. And the winner is Kilimanjaro Safaris. This was no competition for me personally. Yes. I know for, it was my number one. It was not Quartz number one. It was not. My number one was Toy Story Mania, but that's because I think that ride is just absolutely incredible. It does, and I will say, a baby cannot participate as well in Toy Story Mania as they can Kilimanjaro Safaris. Toy Story Mania is a 3D shooting game um, where you travel and ride vehicles to different screens and you get to shoot at these different carnival carnival games. Um, but it is, I think, a very engaging and fun family Toy Story type of environment. Um, and I think it definitely... I mean, you also ranked it pretty high for a mm-hmm. best family ride. You gave it a four. I gave it a six. Um, but Kilimanjaro does come on top. There is nothing quite like sitting with your family and going through all the savannah lands and just seeing all the animals and um, going through the different parts of the safari and almost like going through an entire zoo, mm-hmm. but seated on a safari vehicle. And I think that's a great family activity. Yeah, the reason why it ranked number one for me, not only do I love this ride, but exactly what you said, a two-year-old can be on this ride and identify elephant, giraffe, lion, and be enthralled and excited by that. For the Toy Story Mania, it's a little bit more difficult for someone of that age to completely be able to participate in that ride, um, especially if they have to like lapse it or something like that. I agree. Um, So that's the only reason why it, you know, didn't rank as high for me in terms of it being fully family friendly. I think Mickey and Minnie's is a great family ride. It's new. It can be a little bit sensory overload Mm -hmm. so depending on the age it might be a little too much um or it might be great for everyone but i think that's definitely an easy one for everyone to ride there's not going to be anything that makes your small child cry um and mind train a little bit more of a thrill you do have to have a height requirement for that one but in terms of thinking about elderly family members being able to experience a thrill that isn't going to be too uncomfortable for them yeah i think this one definitely takes the cake it is so smooth yes absolutely very short in terms of how long it lasts something like big thunder compared to mind train for somebody who's over the age of 60 definitely takes different to how comfortable they may be yeah i agree and also like mind train's a really good um small roller coaster for a child that already has done the barnstormer and feels like they're ready to move their way up in the roller coaster world mine train is a great next step for that yeah i agree and for frozen ever after to be midway on both of our lists i think it's a great it does have a little element of thrill to it but it's definitely not too much that a two-year-old i mean it's like yeah, going it's, down a slide 
Um, you're listening so, to Elsa sing to you. Nobody could yeah, be worried. The animatronics and the visuals in that ride are a lot of fun too. Yeah. So that's kind of our, our breakdown on why Kilimanjaro won that category. What's oh, next? yeah. We got the... Mm, now we've got the best themed ride. So basically what this category means is all Disney rides have some type of theming to them. That is what Disney is known for. They're not just, here's the shell of a ride. They make you feel like you are completely immersed in that experience. So when you're on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, you are in the wild, wild west. When you're on Space Mountain, you feel like you are literally transporting to another galaxy. Like it, they just do everything that they possibly can to make you feel fully immersed. And we wanted to highlight the best themed rides. So for this category, the nominee, the nominees are Rise of the Resistance, Toy Story Mania, The Little Mermaid, Expedition Everest, Test Track, and Frozen Ever After. And the winner is Rise of the Resistance. Was anyone ever going to say anything other than Rise? Honestly, no. this category, I mean, I don't, before, before Rise came out, what would you say would have won out of that category? Uh, for me, it would be between Toy Story Mania and Frozen, but I would probably go with Toy Story Mania. Yeah. For the idea of it being the best theme ride, what I'm looking at is when I step when I'm walk, when I'm approaching the attraction from the outside, when I'm in the queue, and when I'm riding, yes, how cohesive and immersed is my experience? I think Toy Story Mania, you are in Andy's backyard already, which is Super incredible person. theming outside of the show building, the ride building itself. But through the queue, you feel like the size of the toy. It's fun being reminded of nostalgic things that I played with as a child yes. that are li- like larger than life in the queue. And there's also the Mr. Potato Head animatronic that interacts with you, which definitely it creates this, oh my gosh, I'm in the movie sense mm-hmm. when you're in line. And then, you know, while you're playing, it's so fun playing that game. Um, so I think that you know, before Rise, that one probably wins for me. I think Frozen does all of those same things, but in a more beautiful sense. Yes. It's not as fun. Yes, I agree. So Rise of the Resistance, man, I think we could sit here and talk for a very long time on this ride. So we'll try to give you the best summary that we can without spoiling anything for you. Basically, this is Disney's most immersive experience that you can be a part of. It is like a 23-minute experience it literal experience um you you experience so much before you even get to the actual ride portion of the ride um the point of this ride is that you are trying to help the resistance keep track of a secret base um and while you are transported in uh, the transporter um you are actually lured in and you are captured by the First Order, and you are then prisoners, and you are trying to escape from a Star Destroyer, and the Resistance is trying to help you get off of the ship. I will not explain anything else that happens, but basically, you feel like between the cast members and the deck, and the way that they've themed this ride and this experience, that you are in a Star Wars movie. There is no doubt about it. The holographic, the holograms, the animatronics, the I mean, all of it. I could go on and on about how incredible this ride is. 
all of the things in Star Wars that make Star Wars so iconic that are out legitimately out of this world are brought to life in this ride. Oh, it's incredible. So for major Star Wars fans, you can't pick your job off the ground. I, my husband, Sam, is a big Star Wars junkie. <laughs> and when we were riding that ride for the first time, I wish that I just had a camera on his face and like he was just like oh my gosh I can't believe like you know just like so overwhelmed by what he was experiencing when we were riding this ride um experiencing this attraction it definitely is in a category of its own and I think is almost unfair to put anything up against it for which Disney would create something that can go up against it because good point Honestly, that it is an out-of-this-world experience. My boyfriend is also just Star Wars obsessed and absolutely loved the experience, was blown away by the way that the attraction made him feel. And um, Jed the Jedi. Jed the Jedi. My Jedi, if you're listening, (laughs) boo. That ride was so much fun! Man, okay, well, that didn't take much explaining because... I think Rise of the Resistance in any category becomes a self-explained winner. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Okay, so we got two more categories. We have got the worst overall ride and the best overall ride. And I am going to start with the worst so we can end on a good note. I like it. Okay, so for worst overall ride at Walt Disney World, we have Mission Space, Dinosaur, Alien Swirling Saucers, and Voyage of the Little Mermaid. And the loser is <laughs> Mission Space. Wah, wah, wah. Um, honestly, I don't even know why this attraction still exists. I'm surprised that it does, honestly. I It's definitely, if you have any issue with uh, simulation, most, motion sickness, that it's just not a ride for you. There are two sides to it. There is an easier side and a more intense side. The more intense side is uh, made to be like a centrifuge where it spins and spins and spins so that your center of gravity stays centered, but you're spinning so fast and you can't tell that you're spinning that you feel and experience G-forces like you would if you were lifting off into space. That is the descriptor of what happens while you're riding this ride um i hashtag the worst i have been on this ride it made my eyes feel weird and i never got on it again fun fact story time about this ride um when i was on this with my dad i actually threw up on the ride and they had to stop the ride (gasps) mid-ride to get me off because i puked no on the ride Oh no, that's terrible. And so I will never set foot on Mission Space ever again. Someone um, threw up on my sister and I's feet in Star Tours. So for me, that one also holds a sour note. Um, That should have been on the list, to be honest. But yeah, Mission um, Space is just, it's a very hard ride. Um, But if you are a simulator junkie and you like that sensation, then that might be your favorite ride. But it is most often people's least favorite ride at Walt Disney World. I don't, do not think we're alone in thinking that's the worst ride. It often has low wait times and mm-hmm. 
it's just not a pleasant experience. Even the even the easier version. I've never been on the easier version. I went on the difficult one, but I can't imagine that it's the easier version. Version does not spin. If you have an issue uh, being claustrophobic, it's a very tight space. Oh, it is very tight. So that's another thing to consider. The other the the rides in this category are based off of personal opinion, but also lowest wait times. What rides are people? not rushing to get on so alien swirling saucers um is brand new it's a new ride and there's never a long wait for it i think they like took a carnival ride and just put some like alien yeah it's basically like a version of the teacups but worse um what is it called it's they have it at the fair i can't the scrambler it's like the scrambler at the fair but not as intense um very slow moving yeah and very bumpy like it's not smooth so i feel like it was like one of those we got to have a third attraction in toy story land if we're gonna have a land a whole land based off of this and they had the real estate to put a third ride and this was just kind of a a last ditch effort it's definitely like if it's a low weight and there's nothing else to do i'll ride it but it's not my first choice i think voyage of the little mermaid is okay but it never has a long wait and it's just kind of one it's like a lesser it's an omni mover so it's that same like one note slow moving mm-hmm. ride it doesn't have any other special movements like the other dark rides that are similar to it um so for me in terms of dark rides and slow moving rides it's not as interesting i personally love dinosaur but it never has a long wait <laughs> no dinosaur is also very scary people think like oh it's a ride about dinosaurs i'm taking my kids on it and they're like oh my gosh no this is terrifying <laughs> um so it it definitely is not as much of a family ride i would say but those are our worst ones but we are going to end on a good note and we are going to end with our best overall ride at walt disney world are you ready for this i think everyone can probably guess where we're going oh, with this i mean but let's hear what the nominees okay, are the nominees we did one for each park rise of the resistance Soren, Flight of Passage, and Mind Train. And the winner is Rise of the Resistance. Are we surprised? No, we're not surprised. So we actually, if you took Rise of the Resistance off the list, we actually had a tie for Soren and Flight of Passage. Yes. So same reason I mentioned before, I have an easier time riding Soren, so I enjoy it more. Flight of Passage is hit or miss for me. I have good experiences and bad experiences. Um, but I think as a ride, if you were to like remove your personal experience, oh, right, as and a just ride, analyze it as a ride, what would you pick as second? Oh, for sure, Flight of Passage. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's what I put as second to. It's just... Um, also has great theming is very immersive and is an incredible experience but i don't think really anything right now currently at walt disney world can top rise of the resistance it is truly the best overall ride at walt disney world currently yeah not a question about it mine train is the newest and in terms of these rides being tech forward um it's the it's the most updated thrill ride in magic kingdom like we said before very smooth pleasant ride but it's also short um it always has the longest wait in magic kingdom but um in terms of it coming close to the other attractions it's kind of just your run-of-the-mill yeah short thrill ride um so that's why it ranked the lowest for us but still very pleasant and enjoyable absolutely 
Do you have a personal favorite attraction that we didn't really touch on or get to in any of these categories? Well, I have to remove Rise of Resistance as even an option because it's so incredible anyway. So if I remove that, because I do think that is my favorite ride, um, my go-to can't miss, always have to ride, will ride over and over and over again. If that's the only ride I ride for the rest of my life, I'd be happy is Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. I don't think you can go wrong with Big Thunder. I have been on that ride so many times and every time I get the giggles, I'm smiling. I love that ride. I totally agree. It's definitely one of my top attractions. It is the wildest ride in the wilderness. It is indeed. It's equal parts thrilling but not so overwhelming that's gonna make you feel sick or anything like that. That's why I can ride it so many times and I'm like I just feel like I'm getting the perfect amount of thrill that I need to just keep going and keep going and keep going. But yeah, I also think you? what's your favorite? I I love Big Thunder as well if we're thinking about like classic attractions. For me, the thing that I'm always I probably have ridden it every single time I have been to Walt Disney World, definitely Big Thunder is on that list, but also Soren. I'm a big Soren fan. It's just <laughs> easy. I really love Test Track too, um, but I don't. Uh, there have been several trips that I can recall where I didn't get on Test Track mm-hmm. and I got on Soren. If I'm yeah. choosing to get in that, you know, 40 to 60 minute line, um, I don't. I I don't know what it is about Soren. I think it might be a little bit of nostalgia, but also, like I said, it's just like a relaxing fun Mm -hmm. ride Um, but in more recent times i have been a big fan of slinky dog dash i I was waiting for you to say that you love you some slinky i love slinky i think it's very thrilling like the drops and the launches give you a little tummy tickle which i always love (laughs) um but I think that the components of the ride as a whole make it interesting and exciting. You have the the launches, the high um, hills and drops, and then that moment where he does kind of like the wave, like the up and yes, down. Yes, that's so fun. That's so fun. Um, and it has the cool uh, wheezy animatronic at the end too. <laughs> so I think it's a well-rounded thrill ride, and it's so probably cute. my current favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, thanks guys for hanging out with us and uh, participating in the Castle Chat Awards. Yes, always a blast to host you here at our very swanky and fun ceremony here that we mm-hmm. do for you. Yes, we can't wait for our next award ceremony. We're already thinking about season three and what we should do. If you have something that you want us to do for our award ceremony, let us know. You can reach out to us on Instagram. You can send us an email. Do any of those fun things. You can find us at the Castle Chat and just just let us know. Yeah, I definitely could see a listener-selected category Mm. coming up in our future here. So Season 3 might be your category, people. Get your thinking caps on. Small shop shout out. We are getting so many fun ideas for what we can take on our next trips by looking into these small shops. I've really just been overwhelmed by 
people's creativity when we've been doing our research it's on. It's been so fun. Yeah, it really has. Who are we shouting out this week? Today we are shouting out Pink Sunday Studio. Their tagline is your favorite pop culture inspired accessories and apparel. They do primarily focus on Disney apparel too, which is great. They have really cute, unique designs um, from shirts to these different accessories that you can um, buy for yourself. We think their stuff is just so, so cute. Um, They are you know on instagram so definitely check them out at pink sunday studio um is there a certain shirt that you like that they've put out recently um i'm surprised you aren't like drooling over their olaf shirt oh my gosh it looks so cute some people are worth melting for um and it's definitely a cute and unique design i like a lot of their designs i always um love the more subtle but it's equal parts subtle and obvious Disney. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, this um, Olaf one, it's kind of, like, got that pocket tee look on the front. And it says, uh, people worth melting for club. So cute. I'm oh, in that so club cute. for sure. <laughs> and then on the back, it has um, uh, an image of Olaf and kind of this cool, um, like, holographic type look. Um they got, also do hats. I saw that. That's really yeah, cute. Yeah, I love having a good beanie when you're going in the winter, and they definitely have some of those. Oh, yeah. Um, they have these really cute World Showcase uh, shirts that kind of have that postcard look to them. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan of those, too. Yeah. So definitely check them out on Instagram. Disney Etiquette 101. We are back with... Just some helpful tips of how to be a kind person in Disney. Kate, what do we have today for our Disney etiquette? So, I fall privy to this experience in Disney several times, but I have learned to handle this the polite and appropriate way. Disney lines are very long. You can be standing in them for over an hour, and sometimes your body just gets to you and you gotta go to the bathroom Mm -hmm. it happens to us all however if you are one of those people who is standing in line and you need to go to the restroom and you step out of line before you do that please consider the people that have been waiting in that line for an equal long time equally long time Mm -hmm. if you leave the line it's probably more appropriate and polite to either find a point in the attraction queue where you can jump back in with your family or just don't get back in line. It is somewhat frustrating and annoying when you are standing in a small line in close proximity to a lot of other people and someone says, excuse me, my family's up there. Excuse me, my family's up there. And they're having to get around all of these people yeah. because they decided to step out of line to go to the bathroom or their family went ahead and got in the line and they decided to do something else. And then they just joined them in line. Like maybe they have a younger child and they wanted to ride Barnstormer, but everybody else is waiting in the mine train line. You can't just get in line and skip it because I don't know. I, I personally think it's a little bit rude to do that so consider using the bathroom before getting in long lines 
I have actually am waiting for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of switchbacks that go all around outside before you get inside the building. And there yes. are other rides that do this as well. There have been times where I have gotten out of line to go to the bathroom and I wait until I can meet up with my family in the outside mm -hmm. part of the queue before going into the show building. It is much easier to get back in line if there is an outdoor portion of the queue um, where you can jump in. I, I would absolutely agree. Um, there also are some rides such as Flight of Passage where they're about halfway through the line. There actually is a bathroom that you can use that's right there where you can step out and, and use it. I actually did that when we were in line for Flight of Passage. Now, it was a little bit difficult to get back in line, but the people saw me leave the line mm -hmm. to go to the bathroom and it's pretty in that ride at least it's kind of um acknowledged that it is typically a longer wait um so it's a little bit easier to do that because the bathroom is located inside of the show building right um but i do agree with you that it's best to use the bathroom before you get in line for those long rides if you can um try to do that if you absolutely can't wait that happens too and you were waiting an hour and you really just want to ride this ride totally understand that maybe have a conversation with the people you know in close proximity to where you're standing in line and just say hey i'm stepping out to use the restroom i'm sorry i'm gonna have to get back in line in a minute i just wanted to give you a heads up yeah yeah so that's definitely a good way to handle that okay guys next week we have episode eight which means we are almost done with season two it's crazy how fast these seasons just fly by um we are already gearing up for season three and so excited for what that holds um but next week will be episode eight which is ask us anything this is the opportunity that you guys have to truly ask us anything that you'd like to ask whether that's disney related personal you name it we will answer it um we have been putting out some question boxes on our instagram over the past couple weeks just to gauge what you guys want to ask and collecting those questions so that we can ask them on air during our episodes so definitely uh check that out yeah where can they submit those questions on instagram at castle chat or they can even if they if you guys want to send us a question via email feel free our email is the castle chat at gmail.com um we love 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 getting to hear from you guys whether it's you guys submitting questions or just interacting with us in any way um, we appreciate all the love and support from you all please feel free to leave us a review on apple or spotify podcasts um we do this for you guys um we want to make this an experience that you guys enjoy and is a part of your weekly listening and so we just thank you so much for being a castle chat listener yeah, putting up reviews also helps other people find us and makes our podcast more visible to people when they search something like Disney podcast. So oh, yeah, please be kind to us and leave a review. It means a lot. We read them all and we take every suggestion uh, or comment to heart and want to make sure that um, as much as this is fun for Court and I, we want to make sure it's as fun for you guys to listen to. Absolutely. So we'll leave you with what we always leave you with. There is a great big beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you. Go make it magical. See you real soon. Bye.